Good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. I'm Sergeant Carla Burr, and with me here is my partner in crime, Corporal Jeb Hilton. And this week we have Sergeant Wes Brown with the Neighborhood Police Unit. Sergeant Brown, thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me. So talk to us about you and your career so far. Oh my goodness. Um, well, let's start at the beginning. Uh, I was hired at the police department in June of 2006. Uh, that means I'm coming up on 16 years. Wow. This has flown by. It <laughs> seems like yesterday I started. Uh, I started out on patrol like everyone at the police department does. Um, those were some absolutely amazing years and fun. You get to see a lot of stuff and do a lot of things that you don't really think about until you're in the police world and then you you're thrust into it and you're just full steam ahead so i did evenings for three and a half years went to midnights for a year i did a couple of years on uh, what we call day shift and then i went to the school liaison program where i was a school liaison officer in the uh, tascosa cluster and uh, for the junior highs and elementary schools so i had 13 schools that i was over um, three of which were junior highs that wasn't that a great job it was a really good job it's uh it really laid the groundwork for what community policing what, what i'm doing right now and mm -hmm. you know I, I talk i'll talk about that in a little bit about how i looked at my schools as a city and how that played a part in getting the the position that i'm at now so after school liaison i promoted to the rank of sergeant and i went to the violent crimes unit where i was a violent crimes detective for a few years I don't know they all kind of run together now <laughs> and that was great because it was it was a different world than patrol you're you're not just arresting a bad guy taking him to jail now you're investigating now you're trying to prove or disprove something that happened and uh, trying to trying to make sure that victims got their justice and that um, the people that were doing violent crimes um, had their day in court but also we wanted to put together such good cases that you know they were slam dunks we want those we wanted those people that were shooting people and stabbing people we want them put away so um, after that I did a short stint on midnights as a supervisor and then I did a um, stint as a third watch supervisor and it's kind of it was fun coming going back to where it all started for me and people talk about jobs at the police department but field supervisor is one of the best jobs that you can have mm -hmm. So uh, I really like that because I got to know people in the field. When you're in detectives, you're kind of you're kind of separated from the field, so you don't get to know all the officers and all the hard work that they're doing. So going out there as a field supervisor was great to see what uh, see that they were still doing great work. You know, you you think, well, you were out in the field, and that was the only time that great work was done, and you'd realize <laughs> that and it goes on without you. So, yeah. um, and then I was fortunate enough to be selected for the uh, neighborhood police sergeant position. And I've done that just over a year now, and it has been—it's been a highlight of my career. I've—I've uh, I've got a great team. I've got 12 officers that work for me, and we um, are all throughout the city of Amarillo. And I, I absolutely love each one of them, and I, I value each one of them in the work that they do. I—I I think you guys are doing a great job. I—I I get to talk to your team regularly, and um, I mean, I think it's a great group and it has been since it was in since it, since its inception but i love to see what you're doing with them so what neighborhoods are you in so we have uh seven neighborhoods we have the downtown area 
uh, which is its main focus is um, on the businesses downtown. There's a there's a little bit of neighborhood that falls into that, but mainly it's it's we need police officers downtown that are assigned there. So I have uh, three officers downtown. We're over in San Jacinto neighborhood. We're in the North Heights neighborhood up in Hamlet. We are over in uh, the Barrio right over there at the Wesley Community Center, and then we are out in East Ridge and uh, down in South Lawn. Cool. Yeah. That's great. Um, I know in, in our position, we talk to the public a lot. We, we get a lot of feedback. And a, a, one of the things we get a lot of good feedback on is the MPO unit. Um, and I, I'm sure you guys have heard it too, but are there certain things that neighborhoods or, or people that have businesses in those neighborhoods or anything that have told you that about how special it's been for them? Yeah, they, we, get a lot of, we get a lot of feedback from the business owners and the residents. And basically, it's because we have developed relationships with them. Uh, we'd, we'd love it. I think every de police department would love it if you could put a police officer in every neighborhood and sure. that officer would take ownership of that neighborhood. We just don't have the manpower, uh, the, the financial resources to do that. But what we can do is what the, the chief has um, strongly supported is have officers in certain neighborhoods that that's what they are doing. They're, they're taking ownership of their neighborhoods. So we get feedback from the business owners and the residents talking about hey this officer came out they were great they talked with me about some of the problems that i had and, and we we encourage people to do that we encourage people to reach out not just to their neighborhood police officers but to the police department and they can direct the neighborhood police officers to them so that they can get some resources of how they can solve some problems if they're having crime issues if they're having vandalisms or if they're having stuff that's not even crime related those those police officers in the neighborhood we really want them to take ownership of it so even if it's not crime related, those those police officers are going to help direct the resources or get you in contact with the right people uh, to fix it, the problem or address whatever needs you have. And, and I think just to kind of break it down for for people that don't understand exactly. So we have patrol officers that work all day, every day. They go into every neighborhood when they're called. And sometimes when they have downtime, they drive through. They, they might get to have some contact with people outside of a police call. Um, but most of the time, that's where they're directed is where the radio is sending them. And, and your guys are in certain neighborhoods. They, they get to know the people. They don't have to necessarily respond to every call, but, but they do go to some of the calls. But their job is to build those relationships, make sure that they're spending more time with the people than what the patrol officers can do. Absolutely. And so we, the way we facilitate that is we have um, officers have offices in those neighborhoods that they can go to during the day. Um, if there's a police car outside of their offices, you know that they're there. Um, or sometimes a bicycle. Or sometimes a bicycle. And that's, that's a great resource, uh, a tool that we use. And we've uh, been fortunate enough to start procuring more bicycles and, and, and better equipment so that we can uh, utilize that better. You know, when we talk about being in a neighborhood, it's not just the car driving by. We all know that that car is a barrier to communication because it's, it, you're inside this enclosed space driving at 30, 40 miles an hour. If you're on a bicycle, you have the ability to stop and talk with people. People have a chance to, right. you know, yell at you or wave you down. So um, we really utilize the bicycle um, as that tool to communicate and, and start start being in the neighborhoods and being a more visible presence so if you see a police officer riding their bicycle you know wave them down talk to them and uh, let them know any concerns that you have sure. and, and outside of that i mean we we all do police work we all 
want to make sure we're stopping crime, making sure that this is a safe place for everybody. But events, you, you guys do a lot more than just go out and fight crime and, and build relationships. You're yeah, right. we, we really try to be a part of the community. So when a, the community has an event going on, we want our officers to be there. We want our officers to be visible so that they're out there talking to people because those opportunities, um, those events are great opportunities for our officers to start building those relationships. Sometimes people are intimidated to walk up to a police officer and just start having a conversation. So, you know, when we have the, uh, the Juneteenth um, event is a great example. Mm -hmm. We did that last year and it was a great opportunity to walk around and talk with people sure. and, and, and find out what concerns they had, but also it's just, it's just nice to be around people and they were all s supporting of us and it's, it's, good for, it's good for the police officers and it's good for the community. I think it's a mutually beneficial relationship. So. Right. Okay, we were talking a minute ago about bicycles and our officers, and um, a long time ago when, when we had a similar unit, they were called the bike cops, but uh, this is more neighborhood policing. But our, our, your NPOs, they have bicycles. Tell us about these awesome bicycles. We got some electric bicycles last year. Uh, we got four of them. They're called um, by a company called Recon, and they are fantastic. They're, they're about 75 pounds each, so it's not your typical mountain bike but it has a lot of the features that a bicycle has it's got pedals if you it has pedal assisted power which means you can you can push a button and it will assist you in pedaling it's kind of hard to explain kind of weird but it's like you're not um you're not pedaling as hard but you're going faster or they have a, a function on it where it's you know you don't even have to pedal at all you can just push this little button down and off you go so it's uh we really like those they're <laughs> everybody kind of competes over who's going to ride those if we're going to go ride bicycles because you can you can ride 40 miles and not break a sweat and uh, that's that's always been kind of a, a deterrent to the bicycle use is nobody wants to go and ride a bicycle in 40 pounds of gear and then sit around the rest of the day in their you know sweaty uniforms right. um we, we've switched over to uniforms which has you know the chief allowed us to switch to a an external carrier which allows our officers after a bicycle ride to take that carrier off and um, cool down before they get back out but these electric bicycles have really become um, useful for officers to get out get out of their cars on a more regular basis it's been a great tool that we've seen um, and they, they've really embraced utilizing them so you'll see them all over town the downtown guys especially in the in the summertime we got these in the fall time but they even in the fall time they were using them on every warm night those officers were out downtown riding around riding around the stadium riding around alleys and stuff like that and, and just kind of patrolling and doing a good job so we've really been fortunate enough to be in this era where electric bicycles are more uh, more common you know they're not these huge massive um things that don't hold a charge very long these these will go quite a ways um with full power with you not even have to pedal at all so mm -hmm. they can you you can extend the range with um if you're pedaling and you you want to do it that way we also have a couple of test bikes that we're using from benelli they loaned us a couple bikes for a couple of months and they're they're different from the recon bikes in that they're a more traditional mountain bike there is no like full throttle button but they are pedal assisted so on the recons if you're you're, you're riding along and the battery goes dead it's going to be a hard pedal back because that's <laughs> 75 pounds you're trying to move your legs are going to get tired <laughs> but the benelli's if 
if your battery goes dead, it's it's a little heavier than a normal mountain bike, but it's not so significant that it's going to just destroy your legs. So um, we're looking at those. We we really like them. We've um, tested them out. Both of them are really good. They both have their pros and cons. You know, the, the recons are good for going out on big patrols. The Benelli's are really good for just normal bicycle stuff every day, mm-hmm. and they're a little easier to load up on a, a bike rack. So, yeah, we've really been enjoying them. I think a lot of people at the department and probably – definitely people in the public don't understand that we're not just throwing people on bicycles there's there's tactics to it there's classes the training you guys have to go through absolutely so we uh are part of a organization called ipemba it's an international police mountain bike association and we have sent officers off um, out of town to become instructors for that and then they bring that that information and those lessons and skills back and we put on a uh, ipemba school last year uh, for all the officers, the new officers on the team, myself included, I hadn't been through it. So we go through all the training and, um, you know, you have to pass certain courses, but has to have to pass a writing skills test. And it's, it's a lot of work. We rode almost a hundred miles in a week. And, um, but it, at the end of the week, you know, you felt competent on your bicycle. We, we, we train regularly on them and we can, we, we train in different environments. You know, there's also officers that are going to go this summer uh, up to Ohio to a- attend uh, the IPEMBA conference where they're going to learn bike maintenance. So we'll have our own bike maintenance guys that um, that can fix some of the minor things on our stuff. Whenever we're whenever we have big stuff that we need fixed, we always go to the guys over at Sun Adventure because they they're great and they're great to work with and they take care of us. Speaking um, of that, I'm interrupt you. I, I remember last year, the year before, you guys have worked with them a few times in, in getting bikes donated to certain people i've noticed there's been some special cases where your guys girls and guys have come across people that they've known that they they've got to meet through this job and then they've they've been able to get them something maybe a a bike to ride to work or something like that yeah they i I can't speak enough about nugget and uh, devin over there they're they're easy to work with they're great they're very supportive of the police department like like almost every single business in amarillo Mm -hmm. we we live in such a great community of, of supportive business owners. Yes. So uh, we're, we're very fortunate that that relationship has continued. Um, we're, we ordered some no, some more uh, traditional bikes. There's some treks. Of course, there's like a year wait because of shipping and, you know, the backlog. But we're hoping to get some more of our regular bikes in because we do need to utilize those and stay proficient on those. Cool. So we'll also put on another, hopefully another IPIMBA school later this year and get some more officers in the department to go through it and um, kind of introduce them to what NPOing is about. Right. All right, Wes. Um, so we were talking earlier about the relationships and how important those are in these neighborhoods with, with the community members, the businesses, and and uh, we, we kind of off mic, we were talking about a couple of officers in particular uh, one of them being Officer Blanco in the Eastridge community, and the other one being Officer Williams in San Jacinto. And uh, would you like to share, you know, just some of the things that they've been doing, just to show just how important it is and how they, th- their heart is truly in these in their communities. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Officer Williams is over in the San Jacinto neighborhood, like you said, and she's been there for a couple years, and she uh, she works really closely with Snack Pack for Kids. She works closely with Special Olympics. All these, heal all the some city. of these, or heal the city, she, and she really has developed those relationships. She's embraced what the MPO mission is, which is you know developing relationships to improve the quality of life for 
for the people. So she has worked really closely with those um, organizations and, and they call her and she helps them out and she calls them and they help her out. And it's, it's, we've seen a, that great relationship of what we're, what our goal is um, kind of kind of blossom. You know, we talk about Officer Blanco over in Eastridge and Officer Blanco has really embraced the refugee community has developed some close relationships with um, with the refugee communities, and he's he's been invited to join the Ramadan feasts and stuff like that, which are, you know, that's a big deal for an outsider to be invited. So he's uh, he, he's really embraced it. His heart is in the right place. Also, he's you can tell that he he truly cares about um, developing that. Like people, he he attends meetings and explains what what police officers do in America. Because a lot of these a lot of these refugees come from places where the police are corrupt and they're they're not to be trusted either Mm -hmm. and so when they come to america they they have that initial distrust and so what officer blanco's really really taken hold of and trying to do is show that the police in the united states are are completely different from where you come from they're not corrupt they're there to help you they're this is the way you're going to act on a traffic stop this is the way you want to interact with us if you have problems you don't handle them on your own. You can call us and we can come out and help you. So, you know, those those relationship building things are the core values of what we look for in an NPO officer. Um, you know, Officer Jenkins is this big muscular guy downtown, but believe it or not, he can skateboard like nobody's business. And he's, you know, gets out on skateboard and shows off for kids and mm-hmm. stuff. And, yeah, I think that, that breaks down that barrier of here's this big – this big guy riding a skateboard and just kind of hanging out with us you know, those 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 types of things are what are going to make a difference in our community absolutely and, and it's outside of those too I've, i know i've been at schools where they've come and read to kids um, we had a deal last week where they were helping with a color run but um, lots of different things just outside of the normal when it comes to stuff like that yeah and it's showing showing the community especially with little kids who have uh, you know they may have some misconceptions they may have trust issues who knows what's going on at their lives at home but if we can have a police officer out there that's interacting with them in a positive way that's really uh, those are the little building blocks of uh, future trust and future relationships i know we we've seen a lot and i i going back to blanco um, just the events that he has been involved with, the World Refugee Day, the mm-hmm. the orientations that they do, and on a lot of that, and that that's a big thing for yeah. us because those the Eastridge neighborhood is a lot of refugees, a lot of of culture that doesn't necessarily have those relationships or want those, and he's not forcing it on them, but he he's getting those relationships just by being there and, and being the person he is. Yeah, so. providing the opportunity is is the big thing. If, if you don't have an opportunity to interact with the police officer other than a traffic stop it's it, it's probably not a positive one so sure. we're we're providing those opportunities for the public to interact with us and and vice versa uh, that's we're going to be that's how we build relationships and i think right. that's what you know the chief wants community policing is not just a npo unit thing this is a department-wide thing he wants all of our officers to embrace the community and, and the officers that we know we know work hard and and want to do that and desire to sure to make Amarillo a better place. Okay, so I know um, coming up in the n- next couple of months or so, there's a, a neighborhood event happening in in San Jacinto, and you guys are going to be a part of that. But what if you know one of the other neighborhoods or just someone in our community wanted to 
to do something and, um, you know, have NPOs or an officer be a part of that. Yeah, absolutely. If they, if, if, even if you don't live in one of our, what we call MPO zones, um, and you want an officer there or something, officer to attend or come out and talk, you just reach out to the police department at three seven eight four two five seven or you can go online um they can email us at apd crime prev p-r-e-v at amarillo.gov okay and then we can police.org yeah go to amarillopolice.org they can reach out to us and you know we can look and see what see what we can do we we work not just for the neighborhoods but for all the city of amarillo so you know, if you want to have an uh, NPO officer come out to your school and talk to the kids, I mean, we've got school liaison officers, but our NPO officers love going out and interacting with everybody. So show off one of those cool bikes. Yeah, maybe. show off one of the cool bikes. <laughs> so no kids riding them. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, but the officer could do some cool wheelies or something. Yeah, maybe. absolutely. So <laughs> any any time that we can get out and interact with citizens, we all always look forward to and always embrace and enjoy. And same with like downtown, you know, the officers that work there, um, maybe with some of the businesses downtown, if they're going to have an event or something, we could. Yeah, absolutely. Just reach out to us um, at the email address or the website, and we'll uh, make sure you get in contact with the right person. Sergeant Brown, it's always a pleasure. It's been a blast. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah, thank you very much. Not a problem. Y'all have a great day. You too.